News time on KCIM means we check back in with News Director Nathan Cones. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, John, and good morning, everyone. Two Shaler men were arrested over the weekend in connection to multiple incidents that occurred at the same property. According to the Sac County Sheriff's Office, the first reported incident was at 3.23 a.m. early Friday morning in the 300 block of Selkirk Street in Shaler. Authorities say two brothers, 29-year-old Justin Michael Nordstrom and 42-year-old Corey Joseph Anderson, were involved in a physical altercation stemming from a dispute about Anderson's girlfriend. During the fight, Anderson sustained serious injuries and was transported to Sac- by Sac County Emergency Medical Services to the Buena Vista Regional Medical Center in Storm Lake for treatment. Nordstrom was arrested at the scene on charges of domestic abuse assault causing serious bodily injury and aggravated misdemeanor. Law enforcement responded to another call at 8.23 a.m. related to the same property. Authorities say a female victim reported an unidentified male entered the home with the handgun and ordered her to leave. Their investigation led them to 25-year-old Jeremy Scott Barker. He told law enforcement a third party had asked him to visit the home and ensure the woman was no longer there. Barker claims he brought the handgun due to the presence of swords in the house. Deputies arrested Barker on charges of assault while displaying a dangerous weapon and aggravated misdemeanor. An investigation into those incidents is ongoing. Governor Kim Reynolds is asking legislators to pass a bill that would forbid state agencies or pension funds from doing business with investment firms that boycott gun makers or the fossil fuel industry. Molly Severn is one of the governor's aides. An unfortunate trend has emerged among prominent investment firms that prioritize political agendas and woke ideology above their clients' returns. Environmental, social, and governance, or ESG, um, practices are not only legally suspect, they are financially reckless. Richard Rogers of the Iowa Firearms Coalition says an international bank recently notified a prominent Iowa gun dealer it would no longer process its credit card sales because it was a gun business. If financial industries were to redline on the basis of race, creed, color, so on, uh, they would be both immoral and illegal. Uh, I don't think that they should be allowed to redline entire industries that are lawful and moral. A spokesman for the state universities, as well as managers of the Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, or IPERS, as well as a pension for fund to fund peace officers, say none of them have uh, not invested in companies that are targeted by the governor's bill. Similar bills are being considered in other states as Republicans criticize firms making investment decisions based on the way a business approaches issues like climate change. However, Republican lawmakers in Mississippi recently rejected a similar plan. The Mississippi bill, just like the one Iowa Governor uh, Kim Reynolds has proposed, would require publication of a list of financial institutions the state is not to do business with because of its investment policies. And again, that bill is currently making its way through the State House in Des Moines. In the nation's capital, work on the 2023 Farm Bill continues, and U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley has announced more than a dozen meetings in the weeks ahead to hear directly from farmers and producers on that legislation. Fourteen staff meetings are planned, including three near the Carroll Broadcasting listening area. Grassley's regional directors will be in Boone County on Thursday, March 2nd at the Erickson Public Library from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Then on Friday, March 3rd, staff will be available at the Pomeroy Public Library in Calhoun County, that from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. The final meeting here in the area is set for that same day uh, in Shelby County at the Shelby County Chamber of Commerce building from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. These staff office hours directly pertain to matters related in the Farm Bill Grassley says, as work begins on the new farm bill, I encourage anyone to stop by my staff office hours in their area to ask questions and share their thoughts. 
Iowans are always welcome to reach out directly to any of my offices throughout the year. A complete list of the scheduled Farm Bill staff office hours is included with this story on our website. Again, 14 of them have been announced so far. And authorities in Guthrie County have released details of a two-vehicle crash east of Baird last week that left one driver with serious injuries. According to the Guthrie County Sheriff's Office, the accident occurred at approximately 1 p.m. on Wednesday, February 8th, near the intersection of Highway 25 and 120th Street. Law enforcement says a 2019 Chevy Express van owned by FedEx and operated by 45-year-old Joel Aaron Brink of Ames was traveling southbound on the highway and had slowed to make a left turn onto 120th. A southbound 2005 Chevy Silverado operated by 22-year-old Megan Lee McBride of Ankeny did not see the stopped van because she was checking a message on her watch and struck the vehicle in front of her. The collision pushed the FedEx van into the southeast ditch where it overturned and the truck came to rest in the southwest ditch. Authorities say McBride was not wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash and sustained a severe lower extremity injury requiring a tourniquet to address bleeding. Guthrie County Emergency Medical Services transported her to Methodist Hospital in Des Moines for treatment and Brink was taken to the Guthrie County Hospital with suspected minor injuries. McBride was cited for reckless driving, failure to use safety belts, and failure to maintain control. And again, a reminder, Westside City officials have announced that the boil order that was issued earlier this week has been lifted. The advisory started on Monday morning following a necessary repair to their systems. The advisory was lifted following clear test results from the Iowa Department of Natural Resources showing no signs of bacterial or other contaminants in the water. City officials thank residents for their patience and understanding during the advisory's duration. Individuals with questions about that boil advisory can reach out to Westside City Hall directly at 712-663-4493. And that is your look at KCIM's 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. All right. Thanks, Nathan, for that news update. Once again, your local news found on the website, on the mobile app, and state wrestling coverage today on our YouTube channel. You want to go over to YouTube, search CB Sports Network, subscribe, and what that'll do is just give you notifications whenever we go live on that channel uh, for the state wrestling coverage going on today. Of course, got the Kemper wrestlers going on this morning and all of our area wrestlers, and then Carol High coming up later on this afternoon, 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock is that session live throughout the whole run of the state tournament. If our local wrestlers are in it, we'll be there covering it live right here on our YouTube channel. So go to YouTube.com and again, search CB Sports Network.